house it's me it's your main man it's your host it's all walls welcoming you fine people back once again week 31 of old walls house still here not going anywhere so thank you thank you thank you everybody as always i appreciate all of you guys for coming back and joining me uh have had people listening in 10 different countries 33 states in the District of Columbia, so thank you guys. As always, you know, doing the housekeeping, if you could, please rate, review, comment, subscribe, share. Tell somebody new about it. Tell somebody new about it every week. Why not? So, fun episode coming, like uh, like we are, are expecting some, some fun stuff here. Uh, a little bit longer episode this week than last week, so thanks for uh, bearing with me and just had a little quick one last week. Got a special guest this week, friend of the program, MJ. MJ's going to come talk some NFL with us. We're going to cover a little golf, some fights, and you know, as always, you get my passing thoughts. So, without any further ado, let's get to it. Back with me this week, everybody's favorite guest, MJ. Welcome back, MJ. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, Walls. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you, uh, thank you for joining us again. Uh, I know I uh, always appreciate you coming on and sending in your 60 seconds. So I think we've got a fun one this week. You and I are going to talk about some football, and I think you, uh, I think you had some stuff to uh, get off your chest about your your favorite team, the Cowboys. So why don't I just let you let you rip right off the get from uh, from the cow with the Cowboys and kind of what your thoughts are and and what you're thinking about their prospects for this season. All right, so you know I haven't done the sixty seconds in a in a couple weeks, and I was uh, when I was considering doing it a couple weeks ago, I was like, well, I have a lot to say about football coming up, but I especially have some thoughts about the Cowboys. So I was kind of like, maybe I'll do like you know sixty seconds isn't a long time, isn't a long time. So I was like, maybe I'll just do like a part one, and the next week do a part two. But I was like, no, I'm just going to save this for if Old Walls has me on the pod, I'm just going to go off. So. Um, a couple things that I that I wanted to, to say about the upcoming season is it's it's really nice to see the majority of uh, media outlets and regular cowboy fans starting to come down to earth a little bit. So I mean, as you know, I'm a hardcore Dallas Cowboys fan. I, I will always be a Cowboys fan. But it's really nice to see, like, everybody's just not believing in them anymore. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, you got Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott and C.D. Lamb and, you know, the defense of Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs, this, you know, young talent everything. But everybody's like, no, we're tired of the Cowboys disappointing us every year. And that's kind of the train I've been on basically probably for the last, like, four or five years. Probably that that uh, um that first run that Dak Prescott made after that year, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of over it. But I did see before, before you asked me anything specific, I did see something really, really funny and I don't want to get political here, <laughs> but I saw a tweet and I can't remember who it is. So I, I apologize for, for not getting the, the resource, right. But it said the Dallas Cowboys definitely are America's team. 
They are run by a delusional old white rich guy that just says things and doesn't know what he's doing, and they always disappoint the rest of the league. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty funny because, you know, Jerry Jones is starting to get on my last nerve a little bit. So Yeah, it does feel like Jerry Jones says things, and you're like, where, where did you even get the idea for that? Much less, like, it, is there an actual coherent thought behind it? Yeah, I mean, it's like just the last few days, man, you know, James Washington, an average receiver, you know, probably going to be the Cowboys' third or fourth string receiver, breaks his leg. He's out for six to ten weeks, and in the conference, they're like, or in the news conference, they're they're like, you know, hey, Stephen, Jerry, you know, with James Washington going down, there's receivers out there like Cole Beasley and Will Fuller and Odell Beckham Jr. and all these guys. Are you guys are now looking at maybe adding a receiver? And they're like, uh, we just like our young guys and. Um, everything, and then a day later, they signed Anthony Barr, a linebacker who's been like injured over the last few years. Made a couple Pro Bowls here and there a few years back, but like you have twenty million dollars in cap space, and they're just like, oh, we just want to be careful with the cap. But when are we like? When is it going to happen? Where you're just like, we got to go for this thing. Jerry's going to die soon. You might as well. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And being careful with the cap in the NFL. It- I know they're supposed to be a cap, but it feels like you can just do whatever the hell you want with the cap. It, so, like, being careful and keeping $20 million around. Like, the Packers have been over the cap for, like, four years in a row, and they're like, hey, we'll just brush that off to next year and see what we do, can do that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just crazy because it's so unlike the Cowboys, which I don't mind because what was not working for the last, you know, let's say from 98 to, you know, maybe like a 2015-ish or so, like it, it wasn't working. The overspending in free agency, the, the the crazy stuff, it wasn't working. But now you're drafting well, and you have some young good pieces. Why are you saving money? It just doesn't really make sense to do unless unless they have something big in mind. And and I try to look on both sides, and you know, I know I guarantee they're looking at receivers, especially now that Amari Cooper's gone and Gallup's coming back from like the torn ACL James Washington broke the leg like I said I'm sure they are um but it's just frustrating that they they put out this narrative of like no we're good like we you don't know these players names but we're gonna ride with them yeah it feels like if anything it's the time for them to go now too like they've got Dak they've got Zeke you know you're like you said they're gone Cooper but like it feels like now's the time for them to go I I think the NFC's kind of up in flux a little bit um, and yeah. it just feels like if, if they're going to do it, like now's the time, like this is what they got, they got to go. And, you know, this is the time for them to go get it. And like I said, hanging back and, you know, overspending in free agency in the NFL doesn't seem to ever work, but just hanging way back and just saving up money does not seem to be the answer either. But like you said, sometimes you got to sit back and wait and, and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, why not, why not go for an Odell Beckham? You know, I know he's coming off an, an injury as well, but why not? Like, if you can survive the first six games of the season, which are like, it's it's kind of difficult. So it's like the Buccaneers, the uh, I know the Rams are in there in like week five or six, the Eagles. Um, you know, there's some winnable ones, but there's some really, really tough games early on in the season. Why not, if you can survive maybe a three win, three and three, or a four and two somehow even, like then, all of a sudden, you're getting Michael Gallup back. You're getting an Odell Beckham, or even a Will Fuller, for God's sakes. Like, just add somebody 
that can that can help this offense because right now it, it almost I almost feel like a Packers fan. Yeah, like, I was just gonna say, I, like it's almost like like the Cowboys just think Dak Prescott can just take anyone, and they're just gonna be like, all right, well, he's just gonna be an MVP now if he plays to an MVP level. Sure, like they're they're gonna be really really good, but I that's just he hasn't shown that, and they tried that a few years ago when like Tavon Austin was like their best receiver, and then they traded for Amari Cooper, and then they actually got good. So I don't understand why we just kind of keep spinning the wheel around a little bit and it, it just it's very frustrating um yeah and it, it just it just doesn't make much sense to me yep yeah and like you said uh tough kind of tough start tough first six weeks and like i said if you can get through that three and three i mean the first six weeks of the of the seasons for them host the buccaneers host the Bengals at the yep. giants i mean the giants aren't very good but that nfc east division games get weird um host the commanders that's probably a good one and then at the cow, I mean, at the Rams and at the Eagles. So yeah, that's kind of a, a gauntlet to start the year off for the Cowboys. So the uh, the start of the season, I think, is going to be pretty critical for them. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I'm I'm a little terrified, man. I, <laughs> I, I know I know we're going to get to the divisions and stuff like that soon, and like the over under maybe win totals. Um, so I won't spoil too much, but I am uh, I am very anxious and nervous about this season for the Cowboys. Well, you, you mentioned it. Let's just go there. Let's start with the NFC East then and talk about predictions for the season. Um, just looking at it now, the Eagles are projected to have 11 wins. Cowboys projected to have 10. Commanders 8. Giants 6. Uh, I don't think the Commanders of the Giants are serious. In, in my opinion, they're just not there yet. You know, maybe uh, Wentz does something and returns the form for the Commanders, but... I think this is down. This division's down to the Cowboys and the Eagles. I think it's just that. That's who it is. Like that's those are the teams to beat in that division. And frankly, I'm not sold on the Eagles either. Uh, I see the yeah. Eagles in some other spots. You know, nine and a half wins is their total. Uh, Cowboys have seen pretty much at ten in most places. So I think it's I think it's the Cowboys division to win or lose. I don't know where you fall on that. I just I don't think the Eagles are there yet. I don't know why I think that. I just I don't know if Jalen Hurts is the guy to to lead a team to like I said to eleven wins. I mean that seems like asking a lot. I mean where, where do you fall on that? So I I would take both um, I would take both unders there. If if I could get the eleven for the Eagles and the ten for the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys are a eight or nine win team and i think the eagles are somewhere right there as well i think only one of these teams probably get out of or into the playoffs i don't think i don't think any of the other teams have a shot at a wild card or anything that i do like your take on the commanders what was the commanders over under on wins that was the commanders are eight i did okay Man, that's a spot where I think that, like you said, if if Wentz can get turned around, man, they, they have some they have some good talent there in Washington. Um, I just I'm not a, a a big believer in Jalen Hurts for the Eagles. That's that's where my hiccup is. So my thing is always, you know, if if I have to give the edge to somebody, I'm going to give it to the best quarterback. And I still think that Dak Prescott's the best quarterback in that division. So if I if I had a you know. If I had to bet a division winner, I'd go to the Cowboys just because I think the Eagles get a little bit of the nod and are getting some of the money, so you might get some better value there. 
Um, but man, it's a it's a tight one. I, I just yeah. Yeah, it's gonna I, be, I like it's gonna the be Cowboys. Really trash, basically. <laughs> I think it'll be a fun race to keep an eye on because I think the Cowboys and the Eagles will probably be, you know, pretty close all year. So I don't think that one. I don't think that one's getting out of hand by any stretch of the imagination. The the divisional games are going to be very very important. Mm-hmm. So like you know the the Cowboys Giants and Commanders Eagles games like on a weekend you got to watch those. And just kind of keep track of who's kind of winning all those games. Because if if one of those teams can win five out of their six divisional games, that's probably going to be your division winner. I was going to say, I think the key is for, you know, the Cowboys and Eagles, sweep the Giants and the Commanders if you can, and then just get one win against, you know, the opposite team, Eagles, Cowboys, whichever whichever team you're rooting for there. Yep, I agree. Cool. Let's go over to the, uh, the NFC West then. We uh, in the NFC West, the Rams, 49ers, Cardinals, and Seahawks. Uh, I'm looking at just off this one, and I'll double check off another uh, source here. But uh, predicting 11 wins each for the Rams and 49ers, uh, nine wins for the Cardinals, five for the Seahawks. Let me go find some over unders there. Uh, yeah, five and a half for the Seahawks. Rams, ten and a half. Where are the good old the Cardinals eight and a half? Yep. So those are all pretty much in line. So where where are you falling on the the NFC West? Man, I I don't see I I see the Rams really putting kind of a, a foot down on this. I know maybe there's like a little bit of a hangover um, with the Super Bowl and everything, but um, man, it's just it doesn't it just seem like this is like that little like two to four year run for like a team like the Rams. Like it just, you get your Cooper cup. I didn't, they, they just added Allen Robinson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, their defense got better. Von Miller, I believe, or somebody, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't seem like they were such a great team last year and they got hot and they had, you know, best wide receiver and a really, really great quarterback and they got better. So I just don't see them, running into much competition. I know they've had some some really good games for the Cardinals. I actually think the Cardinals could be a, a kind of like a, a disappointment this year. Just kind of got a weird feeling about that. Yeah, there seems um, to be a lot of, you know, just stuff, like circling around. Like with, yeah. the, with the Kyler Murray contract and, you know, you're supposed to have the four hours of study and – then he got all pissed, and now they've backed off. It like it just seems like there's too much going on. Yeah, and I don't really know if I believe that he wants to be there. I know he just signed the contract and everything, but I I, I had a feeling like he just was like, I don't know if Arizona's the place I want to be. Mm-hmm. And when you get a when you get your you know you're supposed to be your leader you know quarterback in that kind of situation that worries me a little bit. I think I think he's unbelievable. I think they're going to have a decent year. I just that's a team right. Like it wouldn't surprise me if. They were third in that division at the end of the year. Yeah, that seems like a team that they're going to find ways to lose a couple games they shouldn't. Like, you're going to be watching, you know, you're going to see red zone, and they're going to be up, you know, 10 points halfway through the fourth quarter, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're flipping back. Oh, the team they're playing with a chance to take the lead with two minutes left, and you're like, how the hell did that just happen? Like, that's just the feeling I get. With, yeah. Like you said, with if your leader, like, and no matter how old your quarterback is, he's supposed to be your leader. And if he's not, like, like you said, if he doesn't seem like he's all in, 
you're in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. The 49ers, are we supposed to believe Trey Lance is, is ready? Like and that's that was going to be my question for you. Do you how do you feel? Because the 49ers are such a weird team to me because then every week you're seeing maybe Jimmy G is going to be traded somewhere and all this stuff. And then, you know, it's going to be Lance's team, all this stuff. But, like, they're always, at least in recent years, they're always right there. Mm-hmm. They always surprise teams. They'll lose like a stinker to like you know some like the Lions or something. Who knows? But like, but they'll always surprise teams. Their defense is always solid. Run game is schemed so well. Um, and see, that's why I think the Arizona Cardinals have a chance of maybe falling to that third spot because the I, I just don't know how I feel about the Niners to be honest. Yeah, I don't either. But I think the Niners have a better coaching staff than the Cardinals do. Yes. So yeah. that would be kind of my my nod. But then you look at it, Kyler Murray's way better than Jimmy G and Trey Lance, right? Yeah, my miles. <laughs> if, if he's into it, if he's into it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's kind of the, the, you know, the big question mark is Kyler Murray. And if Kyler Murray shows up and balls out, I think they could give the Rams a run if the Rams, you know, have a little bit of a Super, hang, super Bowl hangover to start the yeah. season. I agree. Awesome. Well, moving on to the NFC North, I, I, we'll kind of make this one quick. Uh, Big Cat Bill Gardner and I kind of dissected this one. Uh, I think it's still the Packers' division to lose. Uh, it's really a two-horse race there, Packers and Vikings. Um, you know, Like I said, we went into that in depth pretty much uh, in the couple episodes ago. So anything kind of quick to add there for you? Uh, my only question was, what is the – do you have the – uh, win loss over under for the Detroit Lions. For the Detroit Lions, they are six and a half. Oh, that's a good number. <laughs> I was going to say, if it was five and a half, I'm all over it. Six and a half is tough. I mean, it is. Yeah, that's tough. I don't think there's any way you could bet the over on six and a half. I think. No, if, I don't. I don't think so either. I think you, if you, if you play that, you have to take the under. Packers. So I'll be honest. There's a part of me, and I don't know why. I have like a weird feeling. They're probably going to be. They'll probably go like four wins. But I feel like the Detroit Lions have a chance of surprising a lot of people this year. I don't know why. I'm just, and I don't like Jared Goff. I don't think like they're very good. I just think it wouldn't surprise me if somehow they surprise the team. Yeah, I could see I that. Know. Dan Campbell seems like a dude that's going to get guys ready to play. Yeah. It just seems like he's a guy that people are going to want to play for. And they were in a ton of games last year. Mm-hmm. They really were. A ton. I don't know. So that that's kind of my little – I like I like to just have that one little team where I'm like, eh, that might be a team that could like sneak into maybe that second spot. I don't think they will, but it, it's just something to keep an eye on. That's yep. all. And other win totals, uh, six and a half for the Bears, uh, 11 for the Packers. And nine for the Vikings. I, I kind of like the over on the Vikings. I think the Vikings will be there. Like, if the Packers don't, you know, go out and handle their business, um, yep. the Vikings are going to be there to ruin their day. Um, so I like yeah, I over. Like, I like that Vikings over. Yeah. All right. And finishing up the NFC is the NFC South. I don't think this one's going to be in much debate either. Uh, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, again, unless. I mean, and it could happen because he is old, but unless Tom Brady falls off a cliff, I just don't see 
this as being, I mean, maybe the Panthers, maybe Baker comes in and kind of throws a monkey wrench in it and mixes it up, but the Saints, I don't see it and definitely don't uh, see anything for the Falcons. So, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, Bucks. I would go Bucks. I actually like the Saints as that second team in that division. Um, I think Jameis, you know, gets the nod, and I think he plays well enough to make them right around like an eight-win team and gets them maybe a second in that division. But I think I think it's the Bucks. So, uh, it, it, I know we're almost like just talking like chalk a little bit, which worries me. Yes, because there's always going to be a team that comes out of nowhere. And the the Saints, you nailed it. Their their win total, uh, eight, eight for the for the Saints. So I I like going over. I think they could sneak into that nine and eight range for sure. All right, we head. So, so we're thinking just real quick. We're thinking Packers, Vikings, Cowboys, Bucks, Rams, and then maybe. Saints or Cardinals for that, or Saints, Cardinals, 49ers for the last wild card spot? Yes. Yep, that's, I okay. believe, what we All just right. came up with. Yeah, I didn't, even, right. I didn't even think to rip down the playoff team, so thank you for that. No, yeah. that's all right. That's all right. We'll, uh, we'll keep a better eye on that here, so let's tell it out to the AFC West. Now, this division, this is going to be a fun division. The Chargers, the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Broncos. I don't have a clue. Like, I don't even know where I – like, the Chargers, I think they're an up-and-coming team. I think Herbert's a good quarterback who could really take a next step. The Chiefs, obviously we know all about the Chiefs. The Raiders, Derek Carr gets a a new weapon in Devontae Adams. You know, future Hall of Famer Derek Carr, according to Devontae Adams. But uh, (laughs) – and then the Broncos with Russell Wilson. Like, is he enough in year one to kind of take him over the edge? So – there is just so much going on in this division. This is going to be the most fun division to keep an eye on all year. Do you have any more of a clue than I do? Yeah, just look like I, you have to think they have a possibility of getting three teams in the playoffs. I think it's a very real possibility. And I and if you ask me which three, I I don't know because I I know a lot of a lot of analysts and things I've seen. I've seen a couple where they're like they think the Raiders might finish last in that division. That wouldn't surprise um, me. Yeah, I, just because the other teams are so good. If I had to go with, with anything, I'd go. I'd go Chiefs probably win it. I think. I think Ra- I still think the Raiders are right there, and I I would pick the Broncos to still go last in that division only because it's Russell's first year. I know he's getting older and stuff too, and he's really good Hall of Famer. But it just it doesn't, man. That is a uh, crazy good division, though. Yeah. So win totals for these guys: Broncos ten. Someone has a hell of a time on a motorcycle yeah, there. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Broncos ten, Chiefs ten and a half, Raiders eight and a half, Chargers ten. So I mean, that's wow. a lot of wins coming out of one division. Uh, for me, I, I, it's hard to say no to the Chiefs, and I think the Chargers are a team that's up and coming. I think the Chargers are going to give the Chiefs all they can ask for and more. I will say this about the Chargers. I think their floor is as low as anybody's in the division. I think okay. the, I think their ceiling is very high, as high if not maybe higher than the Chiefs, 
but I think their floor could be the lowest. Like, I could see the Chargers finishing anywhere from first to last. I mean, it's, it's stupid for me to say that because I think literally anybody in that division could finish first or last. Um, yeah. But I, I think I think there is a possibility that the Chargers could have a disappointing season. I don't think it's going to happen, but if it did, it wouldn't blow me away. That's such as I. It, that would probably be my like sleeper team. I think is the Chargers. Um, even just in the AFC period, um, you don't hear a lot about them. You know, everybody's talking about Devonte Adams. They talk about Pat Mahomes, and even though Tyree Hill's gone, they still talk about. You know, he's still got good receivers, Kelsey, and everybody. And then everybody talks about you know, Broncos country. That's right. You know all that. Um, but I like the Chargers a lot. I like uh, Herbert. I don't like when. People say that Herbert's better than Dak Prescott, but that's another story. Um, I, but I do like that team a lot, and I think they have a, a really good shot of surprising people. But I do agree with you. It wouldn't surprise me if they win seven games yeah. just being in that division. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a dogfight of a division. They're going to have yeah. to beat up on the rest of the league. So, Okay, another division that's going to be kind of interesting, uh, I think at least, the AFC North um, going to be – very interesting to see what happens with the suspension of Deshaun Watson and how that all falls out. Uh, currently at six games, but you know the league is uh, appealing to get it for a full year. Um, so currently, you know the Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. Uh, the thing I'm looking at right now is the Ravens eleven wins, Bengals eleven, Browns ten, Steelers eight. Just kind of, kind of lead me, lead me down the road there. What do you think? I think this is kind of another toss-up division. I think this is really a two-team race with Watson being suspended six games, if not more. So, where are you kind of, where are you kind of thinking there? Browns under, definitely. Browns under. I, I don't. I yeah. I think the Browns are. I don't think the Browns are going to be very good this year. Nine That's and just a, my opinion. Nine and a half is that number. Their wins number. What was it? Nine and a half. Yeah, I go under still. Um, even if Deshaun Watson's there, I just, I, how can you take that much time away from football? I know he's been practicing and everything and, but there's so much drama and everything and there well should be because the stuff is pretty serious. So to me, it's probably, I think Bengals, Ravens, Steelers. Um, I don't believe in the Steelers quarterbacks. I think Trubisky is terrible. Okay. And I think, you know, my opinion on, uh, Pickett there, the, the rookie, I think he's going to be bad as well. So to me, I would I I go heavy, Bengals, Ravens. I, I'm in agreement. Ravens nine and a half wins for their total. Bengals ten. I like the over for the Ravens a lot. I think they win ten games this year. Uh, Bengals that that could be a little interesting. You know, the the team that loses in the Super Bowl that's a tough road back a lot. But I think they're still a team on you know the upswing. They, they kind of found themselves later in the year last year and obviously made a great run to the to the Super Bowl. But I, I think the Ravens, um, they just run the ball so well. It's They should be in a lot of games. I wouldn't I would lean the Ravens in that division. And like you said, I, I think the Steelers suck. They have no good quarterbacks. I mean, even if Kenny Pickett is going to be a, a serviceable NFL quarterback, which I think is best-case scenario, it's not going to be this year. Mitch Trubisky sucks. I, I've seen that, that in, up close and personal. Um, so, and like you said, with the Browns, that that's a mess right now. I mean, even if Deshaun Watson only misses six games, I mean, gosh, that's that's still rough. Yeah, 
I, yeah, I, I think the only reason I give the Bengals a little bit of the edge over the Ravens, which is a little opposite of you, is they did help their offensive line through the draft and free agency. So I think that helps uh, Burrow a lot in the run game with Mixon and stuff. And um, I think their defense is solid enough. And I, I think they kind of uh, take last year with a little bit of chip on the shoulder. I believe in Burrow, man. I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bengals there. Awesome. Well, we get, at least we got a little disagreement there. That's always uh, always good for the content, as they say. Yes. And yes. Uh, we, we move on then to the AFC South. We've got the, the Colts, the Titans, the Jags, and the Texans. Uh, I, again, I see this as a kind of another two-horse race. I know we're talking, like you mentioned it earlier, we've talked a lot of chalk. So somebody's going to come out of nowhere uh, on us that we haven't mentioned yet so far. Because the last division is going to get a lot of chalk talk from us too, I think. Um, so AFC South, I think it's a Colts and Titans. Uh, it's just you know how much how much longer can Derrick Henry just carry the Titans around, and can Matt Ryan find a little success with the Colts? Is kind of what the two things I'm looking at. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think um, I think the Colts are the only team that get out of that division into the playoffs. I think they win the division. I think pretty easily. I think Derrick Henry has a really good year, though. Um, that's just maybe like fantasy football talk a little bit. I think he really, as long as he stays healthy, he's, not, he's he'll carry the ball so many times. It'll be amazing. Um, I think, I just, I don't see the Jaguars ready. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is ready yet. Um, I, I just don't really know if I believe in him, really. And then I think the Texans have some pieces. I just don't know about quarterback and coaching that that's all that's the biggest question in in houston so i i think the colts run away with this one a little bit i i like matt ryan i think he's a really great quarterback um this is going to be the best offensive line probably he's ever had one of the best running backs he's ever had in a pretty an okay um receiver group so i think i think he could be a a sneaky um kind of that top five MVP talk, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, he can put up numbers, that's for sure. And like you said, he's got some nice pieces around him. It, it could be pretty good. Um, win totals, Titans 9 and Colts 10 are the predictions there. So I, uh, I'd i like the Colts too. I just don't know if, you know, like, like you said, I think Derrick Henry will still have put up some solid numbers. Like still going to be a good fantasy player. But I just don't think you can carry them. Like, and with you, I'm I'm just not. I don't think the Jags are there yet. I think they're starting to accumulate some pieces. But yeah. you know, first year head coach Doug Peterson in there, just give it a year or two. And you know, I think this division is really going to be theirs for the taking in the very near future. Um, you know, Matt Ryan can't have that many years left in him. I I don't know what the Titans' future holds and. The Texans just seem to be a hot mess, so I think maybe next year that the Jags, if they can, yeah. if they can get some good momentum going this year, start to figure some stuff out. I think next year could be a really good year for them, but not quite yet, not just yet. AFC South looking a little bit like the NFC East. Yes, yes, very, a lot of parallels <laughs> there. And then to uh, to wrap it up, we have the AFC East. Uh, I would imagine this one's going to be. Uh, we're both going to be in agreement here. The Buffalo Bills, I think, are a team that's ready to win this year. You know, if not for a crazy playoff loss last year, that they might have made it to the Super Bowl. Um, so 
I think the Bills, it's their division to win. They would have to do something pretty dumb to mess that up. Dolphins and the Patriots, I think the Patriots are going to be solid again. Jets are going to be trash. And the Dolphins are kind of a team. You know, we talk, we, we kind of gone all chalk. Maybe the Dolphins, I don't know. Could they could they win 10, 11 games this year, do you think? I, I don't think so. I don't really believe in Tua um, that much. So I, I think they have really great pieces. I think they're a really good team. And I think they're going to give good teams a lot of problems. But when it comes down to it, man, I think Josh Allen is way better than Tua. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think Bill Belichick and the Patriots are still scheme-wise and talent-wise on defense and enough on offense where they could even beat the Dolphins one out of two times. So I just – I don't think – I, I, I kind of hope I'm wrong just because it would be nice to see maybe the Dolphins kind of make like a run at being in a playoff situation. But I just – I don't think this is the year that it happens. Yeah, I can't disagree with you. I've just got, I don't know, I've got a little feeling. I think maybe Tua figures it out some. Dolphins win total is 9, what I'm looking at. Uh, Bills, 11.5. I love the over on that. Uh, I know that's crazy. But I, yeah. I I don't think them going 12-5 and five is really asking too much of them this year. And then the, uh, the Patriots, 8.5 on their wins. Uh, I like the over on that, too. I would I'd go three overs. I you know I'd bet three overs there. Uh, what are the Jets? The Jets are five and a half. I would bet the under. So I'd bet three overs and an under in that division. I I think like you said, Bill Belichick's still Bill Belichick. He's going to coach yeah. those guys up to some wins. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't love the Dolphins over, but I do. I do like the the Patriots over, and I do like the Bills over. The twelve wins is, I think, very doable. I will say, did you see that really quick on the the Jets side of things? Did you see that Joe Flacco is outplaying uh, Zach Wilson <laughs> at training camp? I I had not seen news of that, but that's incredible. Yeah. Joe Flacco yeah. he, never say as die. As far as their coach going on a press conference and saying that Joe Flacco is still. A very talented quarterback. I mean, he's got a hell of little, an arm. Yeah, little QB controversy in New York. <laughs> uh, Zach Wilson needs to lay off the Cougars and get back into the football a little bit more. Oh, that's tough, though, man. That's tough. Oh, gosh. Well, that uh, yeah. that goes through all the divisions. What do you got for uh, – why don't you just shoot me a, a Super Bowl prediction? Ooh, throwing that one right in my lap at the end. Yeah, I'm just um, gonna, I'm just gonna fire that one right at you. You want me to be a true Cowboys fan? Cowboys, Bills, Cowboys. No, um, I'm gonna go. Ah, man, let's go right now. I'm going Bills. This is the year. Bills win over. Do I want to do this to you? <laughs> you can't. I think. I think. I think, uh, I think the Packers are the best team in the NFC. So I'm going to go Bills Packers. Man, that just sounds so chalky and everything. But I, I really, I've been picking the Bills the last like two years to win the Super Bowl. So maybe the third year is is the charm. Third time's the charm, MJ. Third time's yeah. the charm. Yeah, that's what my heart says as well is uh, Bills and Packers. Uh, I do think the Bills 
I, I am going to take them. As far as a team in the NFC, man, Rams. Probably the Rams. Uh, <laughs> it's no fun to say that, but I just. Yeah. I don't know about the Packers. I I'd love to. Obviously, I'd love to see it. I just can't. I can't get behind it yet. I I mentioned this with Bill a couple weeks ago. I'm saying this now, and sometime around week 13, they'll be like, I don't know, nine and three, ten and two, and I'll, then I'll start getting my hopes up. So uh, until then, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and temper my hopes and uh, say Bills and Rams. But I'm agreeing with you. It's the Bills' time. They're gonna do it. I think so, man. I, you know, for just your sake, I hope that if the Bills do win the Super Bowl, I hope they beat the Rams and not the Packers, just for you also. I would say I would – I just want to see the Packers get back to a Super Bowl. All right. Well, then I hope they beat the Packers then. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for, for, for just yeah. giving in to me there. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, MJ, I think that, I think that covers a lot of, a lot of ground there. Is there uh, anything else you want to kind of kind of toss in before we uh, wrap this up? No, man. Uh, I think that's it, man. It, I, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, I hope Nick Cage and the Packers have a decent year. <laughs> and uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Cowboys under. Everybody, go to your DraftKings FanDuel. Hit a, hit the under button on the Cowboys win total. That's what I'll say. Awesome. Well, thank you, MJ, and thank you for bringing up the fact that Aaron Rodgers. Showed up to uh, training camp dressed like Nick Cage from Con Air. I forgot to mention that. That was incredible. So uh, legendary. MJ, appreciate you as always, brother, and we'll uh, we'll definitely be speaking again soon. All right, buddy. Take care. Okay, let's hit a quick golf update. Really going to be pretty quick. Not much. Uh, not much to add here. I didn't see much of the golf this week, but I did see my man J H Kim. I believe he goes by the nickname Tom. Tom Kim. Nine under on Sunday, twin by five. My dude goes out on the front nine and shoots a 27. 27. I'm there after about five holes, maybe less. Let's see, what's a good start for me? On my home track, we go par, is, we go four, five, four. That's 13 for those of you counting at home. Four more is 17. A three is the fifth hole. That's 23. And then through six is five is 28. So if I'm even, even through six, 28 strokes. And I feel like I'm playing incredible. So Tom Kim with a big win. John Ha was in second. Sung J.M. Yeah, some some interesting dudes on the leaderboard. Russell Henley. Uh, I guess the big news was uh, Willie Z, Will Zalatoris. Fired his caddy after Friday. It was just a couple shots out of the lead, I think. Where did my man even finish? Uh, two on uh, nine under, nine under, twenty first, tied for twenty first. Uh, interesting situation. I think what I read, they were longtime friends, but started getting kind of like fights. So uh, very interesting, very interesting indeed. So yeah, Tom Kim. We head to the FedEx Cup playoffs and starting next week um the fedex cup obviously lots of money to hand out i believe ricky fowler made it on the number so just a quick refresh going into the the playoffs uh scotty scheffler is your leader cam smith sam burns xander shawfley patrick cantley rory McElroy, tony finau justin thomas 
Cameron Young. Uh, Sunjay M with a little jump this week from 15th up to 10th. Hideki, Will Zalatoris, Max Homa, Matt Fitzpatrick, Jordan Spieth, John Rahm, Tom Hoagie, Billy Horschel, Victor Hovland, Taylor Gooch in 20th. There, there was something going on with they were filing lawsuit. I don't think those guys are going to be able to play uh, this week. So, um, But yeah, so looking forward to the playoffs. Uh, I, I enjoy will enjoy watching some meaningful golf for the uh, the last little bit of the year here. And uh, yeah, just to keep uh, keep up uh, the last little bit of news here, uh, Luke Donald. Luke Donald will be your new European Ryder Cup captain for uh, the Ryder Cup next year in 2023. So with the live guys, one thing here, I'm not going into whole live live debate again <laughs> too much as this. If these dudes want to go play live, I got no problem. Go there, take the money, do it up. But don't be like, oh, now we want to just come back and play the FedEx Cup because we don't have a live event for a while. Like, pick one, man. Like, I don't know. Do one or do the other, but don't don't try and bitch about doing both. So, all right, FedEx Cup playoffs start next week. We'll definitely be keeping up on that. Let's talk about the fight game this week. Let's start with uh, the UFC event. Quite the event. Quite the event. Ten fights. Of those ten fights, ten finishes. We had a submission, another submission, a KO, another KO. Then guess what happens? Submission. KO, 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 KO. So fun card to watch. Uh, caught a decent decent amount of it. Um, Brian Battle about took Takashi Soto's head clean off his head. Just what a roundhouse kick right to the dome. Soto goes down and he was like, he was like holding up his guard that he was bringing up. He was like frozen in place. Man, was that fucking vicious. And then a big win for, uh, is it? Is he just Jamal, Jamala Hill? Um, I won't butcher it any further. Uh, big win for Hill over Tiago Santos. Uh, Santos was a guy who you know some people thought beat John Jones a few years back. I remember watching that fight. It was definitely close, but I can't remember who I thought won. Uh, but definitely was a dude. That's a good win for Hill. Should help him move up the rankings. He was 10th in the light heavyweight division. Ranked 10th going in. Uh, Santos was ranked six, so good win. Should be able to propel him up the the leaderboard and uh, or the leaderboard, the rankings rather, and uh, see if he can get a good fight. Uh, fun guy, interesting story. So, uh, pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting guy to follow along to. So, I think uh, I think they'll want to keep him in the spotlight. Uh, in the other uh, fighting sport that I do enjoy, boxing, boxing, Canelo and Triple G have a card announced for their September 17th showdown. Pretty good card. Um, Akhmedov is going to fight Gabe Rosado, so that's a fun fight. Um, Gabe Rosado is probably in trouble, but it should be at least interesting. And then you have Bam Bam Rodriguez is going to face Gonzalez. Also, I think that's going to be the co-main. Um, but those are good fights with some good names. Like That's a decent card. Boxing really uh, struggles to put together good cards. That's a good one. That is a very good one. Um, 
coming up in boxing, we're about to hit a nice little stretch. Like I said, Canelo and Triple G is uh, just uh, just around the corner in September. But before we get there, we've got Tiafimo Lopez is making his debut at 140 pounds. His first fight since losing to um, since losing his undisputed titles at 135. So will be interesting to see how he looks. And uh, Usyk, Usyk, yeah, Usyk, Usyk versus Anthony Joshua too. That's uh, coming up in a couple weeks on the twentieth, I believe, is the official date. So looking forward to that. Should be a, a fun fight there. I don't know what the undercard looks like there. Uh, Callum Smith, oh, uh, Philip Herjov and Jaili Zhang uh, gonna do battle into a heavyweight fight. So that one should be fun. Callum Smith, that's kind of to placate to a little bit more to the Brits over there, I believe. Well, I guess this isn't even Britain. It's down in Saudi Arabia, but uh, that's too bad. That fight should be happening in Britain. And then, uh, yeah, Herjavog and Jing should be uh, a good one. Two, uh, two big heavyweights that like to, to throw. And this weekend, Virgil Ortiz, welterweight, 147-pound prospect with a TKO win in the ninth round. Over, over Michael Nixon, so uh, should be uh, should be another step on his way up the ladder as well. Guy's got a lot of talent. Good to see him back in the ring after he had a little little sickness and uh, struggled to make weight uh, a couple months back. Now, so that's all there. Like I said, a lot of, a lot of good boxing and UFC stuff coming up in the very near future. All right, let's get to it. The passing thoughts for the week. I uh, I caught up on my uh, my show on Apple for all mankind, and uh, still very much enjoying the show. Um, if anyone's kind of a sci-fi nerd dork like I am, give it a try. So I like the you know like the alternate history part of it too. I've probably talked about all this, so I won't go into any further detail on that and uh, really nerd out on you. The part I was going to talk about was now I'm done, and there's only. One episode left in the season. I actually, I actually got through eight episodes of the third season, so I had to wait until Friday to watch the ninth. And now I'm still waiting until this coming Friday to watch the tenth. It sucks. This binge, like I like to binge shit. I've, I've realized how spoiled we've gotten with doing the binge. And, like, the, just the thought of waiting week after week, every week. I mean, think about it. Old TV shows, like, network TV shows, if you were, like, into a network drama back in, like, the 90s, which is kind of what you would have to be into. 24 episodes. You have to watch one a week. One a week. Commercials and all. What a world we live in. What a world. What a world, people. So, speaking of, of being a nerd and a dork... Uh, the roommate was out of town on Friday, this past Friday, so I, uh, I started off the evening, I watched my new episode of For All Mankind, and then I'm just kind of scrolling around and uh, wondering what I'm going to watch, and next thing you know, I end up on Netflix, I watch some TV, and I stumble across the World War II documentary, and there you go, next thing you know, I'm like four or five episodes, I think I was like four episodes in in one night, just sitting home. Me and the dogs watching World War II documentaries. 31 going on 65. Just, that's me. That's old Waltz here. 
Yeah, you heard me right. I said dogs. We got uh, we had a new addition to the uh, to the house. We got uh, Luna. She's a, a black lab rescue. She's uh, she's a pistol for sure. They told us she's like one and a half too. Don't think so. I think she's more more of a puppy. But uh, it's been awesome, man. I don't have to do anything in the evening. Usually Boomer gets pissed and wants to go on a second walk or or play ball. I got, playing ball, you can still play ball with them. But shit, these two little things run around and. And tackle each other all day long. So, and then they just kind of come up to you when they want to like cuddle up and get some pets. So, not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. Would uh, would suggest a, a second dog to those of you with dogs if you uh, you can bear it. What else we got going on? Oh boy. Yeah, let's just do it. Uh, I saw. I was in the gym the other day. I look up at the TV, and there's some ass clown up there. Telling me uh, that uh, they're planning a new renewed push for a new COVID booster shot in September. That's uh, being reported by the New York Times, apparently. What's that, five? Would that be five? Because the first fucking four works so great. Ay, 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 ay. Okay. Well, while I'm just on the, uh, the, uh, the, the train of being hurt... So, so I'll post it to social media. It's just a pic. It's a it's a meme and a picture here. And the the words read, "It's just a picture. It won't hurt you." And it's a picture of early Verdansk. And it, it hurt me. There's still a roof on the stadium. There's still that little stick bi- stick builds down on the left. The airport's intact. The dam, it's there. Ah, oh, it hurt me deep in my soul. Early COD, what would that have been? Like 2020, early 2020, I hadn't moved. Man, even like even through that whole summer of 2020, COD was just a beautiful thing. Warzone, just absolutely beautiful. It's funny, you know, I still play a little Fortnite now, but Fortnite was a beautiful thing, really a really beautiful thing. What would have been, about 2018 into, you know... Middle of 2019. Good times. Great oldies all the time. 95.3 The Bridge. Um, but yeah, it was just, it hurt me. It hurt me in my soul. Those two games were so awesome for so long. And then, you know, they, they guess they, they're worried they're getting stale. And they start making changes. And then they're not as good. And it's just, ah, it hurt. It hurt a little bit to see that. So, well, another thing I saw that was quite interesting Apparently, if you got the pox, the monkey pox, you uh, you could still jerk off, but just do it six feet apart. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I'm fucking scrolling through Twitter, and I see it, and I'm like, oh, someone retweeted like a fake Fox News account. Like, Fox News tweeted this. I'm like, oh, someone retweeted it. It's like an Onion article, and they're like disguising it. Nope, this shit's real. The CDC advises no sex, but says masturbation six feet apart. Or virtual sex reduce the risk. You don't fucking say virtual sex. If you don't fucking touch each other, you might not spread something. Holy shit. We pay these guys enough. While I'm hot. While I'm hot. Let's just keep it rolling. Government agencies that I don't like. The IRS. These fucking assholes. They're getting 87,000 new agents apparently. Fuck these guys. IRS sucks. They're going to just harass people. This Adam Markowitz. Fuck you, Markowitz. 
He tweeted that all my GLP friends who are worried about 87,000 IU how about just don't cheat on your tax returns? How about go fuck yourself, douchebag? Fucking taxes theft. That might be a little, a little much, but I'm kind of okay with the thought behind it. Ah, oh, fun things, fun things. Pennsylvania is a beautiful state. Was back in Pennsylvania over the weekend. Uh, place is beautiful. The rolling hills, the mountains. I'll tell you what, though. Highways back there are fucking dicey, man. Maybe I'm just a pussy anymore. I drive out here in the land of straight roads and flatness. And well, there's Luna coming to say hello. So you hear her jingle jangling back, back there probably. But yeah, maybe I'm just a pussy now. And I'm like, I've driven flat roads out in the Midwest. And... You get back on those highways. I mean, you're still going 70, you know, speed limit's still 70, so you're still going 75, 80, somewhere in that range. And you're dipping and diving and turns and up and down and and people are just hammered down. I mean, and maybe I'm just a maybe I'm just a pussy anymore. Maybe that's what happens when you move out here to the easy driving Midwest. Straight lines, flat roads. Can see for miles. So, who knows? Um Went to uh, went went to Cooper's Cooper's of uh, famous on the Office. Went to Cooper's, got some Cooper stuff. They've really turned right into the Office thing. They got a big billboard out. I guess it's not bill. It's more like a mural, a mural uh, painted on their wall. Got a whole Office gift shop in there. Got the roommate something. She was happy. Uh, did this little trip with my brother. Found out uh, he still uses a day planner. Like legit uses it. My man writes down. <laughs> Like, on the time that he's had an appointment, I tried to explain to him that he could just put it in his phone or his computer on that calendar, and it acts the exact same, but then it, like, gives you reminders. He wasn't having it. Wasn't having it. He likes his day planner. He told me I should get one. I told him I already had one on my phone. He didn't believe me. So, yeah, that about wraps it up for me uh, this week. So, let's, uh, let's go shut this thing down and get to some closing time. Okay, everybody. Closing time. Press play on Semisonic. Get the song rolling. So, yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for listening again this week. As always, gratefully appreciate you guys. Uh, glad I could bring you a little more normal-length episode uh, this week. I know last week was a little short, so got a, got a more normal-length. MJ and I talked about the NFL longer than I talked at all last week. So, big, big thank you to MJ, friend of the show. Thank you so much, man. Glad you can come on. Uh, he's definitely going to be back. My man loves the NFL. Always has some good insights. So we will talk again soon. I'll be back next week. We've got some fights. we got the NFL season creeping up on us. The PGA Tour playoffs are starting. Maybe even, it might even be time to talk about some baseball. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't push it. Maybe we shouldn't push it. But maybe. Maybe. So until then, peace.